Hi, I'm Jacob Knudsen, and you are listening to Gut Talks, double G U double T. I'm gonna ask you this, I think, very trendy question. Uh, I know you have featured <laughs> and so on, but um, are you integrating uh, some of generative AI mm-hmm. cool features? Because Honestly, like every platform I use from mail, whatever, like bam, AI, use AI to create your emails for you and stuff like that, integrated. I mean, some are not really great at the moment. I'm not using them all, (laughs) but I'm just, you know, saying just to see, you know, it's a trend. It gets, gives, gets traction. Mm-hmm. So I'm just asking if you're integrating some because you do integrate like just one thing to know that uh, butter is let let me know if that, I'm, I'm putting this right but butter is a series of different tools for different use cases that you can use you know it's like your toolbox you know on mm-hmm. the screen that you can use but it's not everything like native from butter you mm-hmm. pull mm-hmm. different APIs into it right. Yeah, so, we, we have both butter created tools yes, and then both. we have integrations, yeah. right? So that's yeah. that's kind of how we think about it, exactly. Yeah. So what are you having some generative AI, uh, native or, you know, integrated? I think to think the right way about AI, you should not just think of AI as technology. You should Absolutely. think about the problems that you have. Yeah. And then what AI does is just open up a totally new solution space to those problems. So the answer is, of course, yes. Uh, We're building AI into into everything. So the way we think about Butter is before the session, during the session, and after the session. It allows you to prepare everything up front. Mm -hmm. It allows you to run everything in in a video conferencing tool. And it allows you to recap everything in in one tool because you kind of pulled everything through. And uh, what we've already implemented now is uh, AI-generated agendas. So you're able to prepare the session. Uh, through generative AI, that way you can like write up, hey, I've got a 10-person workshop focused on how we can improve our HR processes. I need some icebreakers and maybe a breakout room. Make it fun, right? And boom, the AI generates something that's maybe 60 70% there, right? And then you yeah. can kind of edit it and get yeah. it the rest of the way yourself. That's one thing. The other thing is AI-generated summaries and transcriptions. Like I use it all the time now in my uh, user interviews because it basically just uh, takes a full transcript and then creates a summary of the session, which is super useful. A lot of tools do that these days, but now it's built into Butter. The unique thing about Butter is we control, because we both have Butter built tools and integrations, we control a lot of the data that kind of goes through your session. That's interesting because it allows you to create way better summaries in the end that includes, oh yeah, hey, we also wrote things, these things down into this Google Doc and we had these notes that we wrote this down in and, and we had a, two polls where people answered these things and all these things it's able to kind of consolidate into into a summary. So uh, yeah, we're doing a lot of stuff with, with AI. I'm really excited about so, it. <laughs> so you're using, uh, let's say if I'm facilitate like sessions like every day on Butter, would it pull from my database and create something that resembles i mean this needs time obviously i'm, I'm mm-hmm. not as a, this is maybe in the roadmap right or... at the moment it's contained to that particular session that you hosted so okay. it will only pull from that one session it doesn't learn over time or it doesn't mm-hmm. you know it doesn't create a, a maria database yet um, yet okay but yeah, yet. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much good stuff we can do there <laughs> no no thank you thank you for that i mean i want to go uh, back a little bit i was taking some notes here on what i wanted to ask you but you mentioned that your startup failed 
And then you have this other mm-hmm. thing. Is it really a failure or you learn? So I have mm-hmm. two questions here. Like one is quick. One is, you know, part of it. It's um, so you said you failed, but you had the team. Did you have to actually shut it down and start again? Or, or why didn't you, let's say, just pivot and just just rebrand? It, it was it the uh, setup. Yeah, it's the setup, right? I mean, you, it's it's messy to carry over the shell of a previous company, right? So it was mostly just we didn't default or anything, right? But if we'd have to restructure the ownership structure, like I, I was the main founder of the previous startup. So like I had the vast majority of shares, I'd put money in there, you know, then we'd have to restructure the ownership. It's just messy. It's easier to just click reset, right? So uh, plus we also had some employees, we had some stuff that we had to let go of, etc. So it was much, much easier to just get started with a new entity. So that was, uh, that was kind of why we but that. when is it that you decided because uh-huh. also like knowing that okay this is not going anywhere the wisest thing to do today is to just stop because stopping mm-hmm. is also very wise a very tough decision but mm-hmm. sometimes it can mm-hmm. be the right decision rather very than much driving. so and it's so freaking hard to know like honestly i think now i have to think but maybe that's the toughest not just the toughest decision but the toughest thing to know as a startup founder is when to say stop and yeah. uh, and when to say go and it's 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 just there's so many stories of people that just power through and you know like oh then there was uh, rosy rainbows at the end of the tunnel you know and uh, that was amazing right and then there's so many there's so many stories of that but then there's so many examples of people who just wasted freaking decades of their life chasing something meaningless right and and it is I think you hear more stories about the people that just kept on going through all odds and nobody believed them yeah. and then boom, right? I think it's very dangerous. I I read this, was it? I heard this podcast the other day from, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Lenny, uh, the, the Lenny Rachowski or whatever, uh, the, the startup guy who had Scott Belsky, I think it was, the yeah. Adobe CPO there. And he'd written this book called The Messy Middle. And then he, he kind of talked about this, with, and which really resonated. And that's this thing of either you, like if you're, you're questioning whether to stop or not, you have to ask yourself, like, do you still, with everything you know today, do you still do you still believe in it? Would you still have started the startup uh, with everything you know today, right? Uh, and if your answer is yes, I we're almost there, we're getting there, like we've learned so much, uh, I I still feel it, then go. If it's like oh hell no, with every if I I would never have started the startup today if I knew what I know now, then you should probably stop, right? There's a bit of a long-winded answer on like, yeah, like it, it's a very difficult decision to know when when to stop or not. But if you're really seriously questioning it, then probably it's it's time to pull the plug. Is it a gut decision? Do you, do you tend to trust <laughs> your gut? Um, what's your relationship? Yes, with your gut? it's a gut. It's a it's a gut decision. Oh my, I I trust my gut a lot. I'm I'm very much a gut driven person. I think this whole idea of founder intuition, which essentially is gut, it's it's way more complicated than people make it. Or maybe it's more simple than people make it. I don't know uh, either or. But founder intuition is this kind of consolidated mass of insights that you've learned from talking to a hell of a lot of users and just thinking about your product and your startup day and night. And you just don't have the time to fully process that in an analytical manner. So when, and, and that's kind of your gut feel about 
things, right? So you, you just learn so much that you don't have the time to process it. That's at least how I think about this, right? So that's why when my gut tells me something, I normally think, okay, that's just because I haven't fully processed all the data and insights uh, that I've, I've gotten in. But my gut kind of has, and that's why I trust that in in, in a lot of decisions, at least. <laughs> Not just work then, or across yeah, well, yeah, across like yeah. in work is work is the hardest to to always trust your gut because you feel you have to rationalize it in in in, in personal and everyday life. Like, yeah, yeah, I trust my gut, well, but very much like eighty percent. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut talks. This is the end of this episode of this segment with Jacob Knutsen, co-founder and CEO of Butter. Thanks for listening.